Hi. Um, this episode, I'm going to be talking about first steps. And first steps meaning where to go when you have nowhere else to go. When you've hit rock bottom, what exactly do you do to climb out of that? How do you start rebuilding yourself? And it is currently, I want to say, it's 11.15 right now. And I got up out of bed and went to immediately start talking about this because it just just came to my mind. But when I was about, I'm going to say, 15, I'm 17 now, I started drawing and I started doing art. And this was, it was a way for me to have a creative outlet, to put my energy into something that was positive because I was in a really bad place mentally. And so I started drawing and I wasn't really good at it, but you know, it was fun. And then COVID hit and I started doing nails, just little presents on myself. But anytime I would get sad, I would find myself doing nails and I would find myself doing things that would make me feel good that was creative and productive. Something about having a creative outlet really helped me out of that really negative space. And I know creativity is not for everybody. Everybody does not love art like I love art. Everybody does not love talking like I love talking. But finding something to put your energy into that you can fixate on instead of fixating on being sad really helps. And I'm the type of person where when I'm sad and when I'm down, I submerse myself in that. I am drenched in just depression from head to toe because it's a lot harder for me to deal with it when I brush it off to the side and I act like it's not there. So then me and my depression become best friends for however long I'm sad for. Which, in a way, you could say is really heartbreaking and depressing, but I actually don't see it that way. I like being really self-aware, and I know that submersing yourself in that depression and leaning headfirst is really dangerous. But having something like nails, art, podcast, YouTube to do to kind of help pull you out of it, it isn't that bad. Because slowly but surely, if you put all my art out on a table from the time that I was depressed to the to where I am now, which I'm not perfect, but I'm much, much better, you see my art slowly but surely change tones. Very negative, very sad. I love drawing girls with huge eyes, kind of like fairies. I love drawing fairies. And the fairies in the beginning of the line had bruises all over their face, blood, and were sad, and they were crying. And slowly but surely, they became happier. Still kind of sad, but a lot happier at the end. It takes so much courage to just make that first big step to getting better. And like I talked about in the last episode, I went through a really bad breakup this summer. I was cheated on. It was a long relationship. 
I was left by myself. I was really hurt. I was depressed. I was lonely. I was lost. And I didn't know who I was or what to do. On top of that, you have college coming up. You have school coming up. You have cheer coming up. I was so overwhelmed that I didn't know what to do with myself. And one thing that I always have done since I've been about four years old, there are videos of me doing this on the little VHS tapes or whatever you call them. I don't know what you call them. There's videos of me doing this. I would sit and talk to myself, like have full-on conversations to myself, like I'm with somebody else and have full conversations with myself, just talk to myself about anything. And I would immediately feel better. And so this summer, I found myself doing it a lot, reflecting, talking to myself, trying to work through whatever I was going through. And all of a sudden, I just was like, well, if I'm already doing it to myself, talking to myself, why don't I just record it? Why don't I have something where I can be relaxed and talk to myself but then edit it fix it up be creative with it and put it out there for other people to hear and listen to because maybe I'm not by myself I might not be the most interesting person ever but I am relatable and I have a lot of things to talk about I've always loved talking I love talking to my feelings I love thinking and I'm in my head all the time And my first step for this go-round was to put my thoughts out there to healthily express myself. There's nothing scarier than putting yourself out there and for people to look at it and to laugh and to make fun of you. But honestly, I have nothing else to lose. I don't care if you don't like what I have to say. I don't care if you make fun of me. I don't care if you find something hilarious about me being heartbroken. I'm still going to take that first step and put myself out there. My podcast is my new creative outlet. And I'm not saying that I'd hit rock bottom. Mentally, I had hit rock bottom. I still had a lot of stuff going for me. Which is funny because on the outside, you're like, oh, you know what? Like, yeah, it's sad she got cheated on. Her relationship over, but she still has X, Y, Z, and A, B, C, D, E, F, G to focus on. But like I had said in the beginning, that sadness just took over, like, surrounded me it wrapped around my neck and my chest and my waist and my legs and my ankles and my wrist and my mouth and my eyes and I couldn't see or do anything but sit in it and at the same time people were laughing and making fun because I was so sad god forbid somebody's heartbroken you know and you know that hurt and I would talk to myself about how it hurt and how my feelings are valid and they're validated 
but one thing that I realized as I was talking to myself more often, and I have so many unreleased episodes of me just talking to myself and talking through stuff because it really does help. But one thing that I realized was that I have no reason to let them hurt my feelings. I have nothing else to lose. I have nothing else to be sad about. I have nothing else to cry over. So I have to get myself up, shake it off, and move the hell on. Life sucks. And the first step in getting better and making your life worth something, worth your own time, is realizing that it's not going to be perfect all the time and that the moments that suck are going to be the moments that make you the best version of yourself. I don't care what anybody says, the things that hurt you the most are the things that make you the best person you possibly can be. And life is too short for us to sit around and to worry about what are they going to think about me? How am I going to come off? How are people going to perceive me? If something makes you happy, like this podcast makes me happy and my art makes me happy, do it. The first step in becoming the best version of yourself is not only realizing that life sucks, but it's choosing you. I plan on living my life by myself. I have family and friends, obviously, and of course, but I have no plans on getting married early. I have no plans on being in a relationship. I have no plans on having a bunch of children. So I'm planning on probably living alone. And while that might be depressing to some people, I think that it's another version of me choosing myself and my happiness and my peace. I value my own well-being so much that I don't want to put anybody in the position to jeopardize that at all. Just, I've been through so much I've experienced so many things just mentally and that people don't really realize, you know? I've experienced so much and I've been through so much that I'm at the point now where I just want to just, I'm at my jumping off point. I want to jump off and fly, take off and just achieve everything. I'm done with letting things weigh me down. I'm cutting people off. I'm cutting things off. I'm starting over and I'm starting fresh. And I'm so, so excited. The one thing that I want in life most is just to be genuinely happy and successful. And even for college, I'm planning on being a broadcasting journalism major. And that's going to be my first step in that chapter of my life. That's going to be my first step to just everything else. That's going to be my jumping off point then. My jumping off point right now is my podcast. As you get older, there's higher points you can jump off of. And you can choose to go up 
and to jump off or to stay at the level that you're at or move down one. And I'm planning on going up to the highest one I possibly can and just just go, just to take off, just to jump blindly and see what happens. I'm so excited. And hopefully it works out in my favor. Hopefully I do really well. Hopefully I get the job that I want and I'm a news anchor and I have my own show or my podcast takes off or I'm successful. Hopefully that happens for me, but if not, it's better than saying, it's better to say I tried that I don't know what would happen because I never, I never gave any effort. I never put myself out there. So yeah, your first step is so important. It's kind of like writing an essay. So many teachers, so many teachers have told me, just get something down on the paper. It doesn't matter what it is. Just get something down, and eventually you'll figure out what you want to say. If you're at rock bottom and you have nowhere else to go and you don't know what else to do or who to turn to. just doing something anything it can be as simple as writing poetry or going and riding your bike or making new friends or starting like starting a club something as simple as that can turn into this full-blown beautiful well-written story it's better than having nothing else to do and to wallow in the sadness. You can be sad for a minute. But that sadness is temporary. That sadness isn't your entire life. It's not. And I know it feels like it is, but it's not. Take it from me. Life moves on with or without you. Choose to move on with life. Choose to move on with that current. Don't fight it. Don't jump off to the side and let it go without you. And everybody else moves on and carries on. And you're still here. It's hard and it's going to be hard to just let it go and to move on. But you will never get anywhere. Sitting around. Crying over something you have no control over. You cannot control people's actions, people's thoughts, people's decisions. You can't. You can control yourself. If somebody doesn't want you, somebody doesn't treat you right, somebody doesn't pick you for something, that sucks, it does. But you get up, you move on, because there might be somebody down the line that will do something for you that the other person couldn't do. And we don't see that when we're sad. We don't see the opportunities that are literally lined up in front of us when something doesn't go our way. When you're sad and you're depressed and you're frustrated and you're angry, take steps forward. Force yourself to take steps forward. They can be tiny baby steps, minuscule steps. That's better than taking steps back or standing in place. 
Do not take steps back. I'm telling you, I'm begging of you. Learn from my mistakes. Do not take giant steps back. Because it's even harder to move forward when you've already moved back. My friend, he sends quotes to me sometimes. And one of his quotes said something along the lines of, you need to let go of baggage so that you can hold on to new blessings and opportunities. Because how are you going to hold on to new blessings and opportunities if your arms are full of crap that you don't even want anymore? Let go. Start over. It's okay. You need to take your first step, whatever that may be. Because right when you take that first step, your life's going to start over. It's going to start fresh. You're going to be happier. Take, like, take it from me. First steps are so important. Don't let anybody tell you your first step's not big enough or it's too big. Because the funny thing is, and the great thing about first steps, is that they're personalized to you. It's a your first step, not somebody else's first step. It's yours. Own it. Hold on to it. 